This is a Retail Insider Podcast. You're listening to The Weekly. Welcome to The Retail Insider, The Weekly Special Edition Podcast. Uh, I'm joined here with Craig Patterson, Editor-in-Chief of Retail Insider. Thank you for joining me. Ah, It's great to be here, and this is our very first special edition of The Retail Insider Podcast. Absolutely. And we are publishing an off-schedule podcast because of the ICSC event that just happened in Toronto and Craig Patterson, who's with us here, it was attending. So, but Craig, is there any, can you give us a little bit of information on why you think that it was important for us to share this in a podcast? Yeah, yeah. The um, ICSC conference, which stands for International Council of Shopping Centers, is it's quite an event. I think it's the largest leasing conference in Canada. There are a few of them uh, around the country. And uh, International Council of Shopping Centers is pretty interesting. It's uh, uh, you know, obviously, does a lot of networking conferences. It does education-related uh, uh, events. Uh, provides research as well. So it's uh, very much an authority in the industry. It's very important, and uh, a lot of people are involved with it, whether or not directly or uh, going to their various events. Oh, cool. Well, and for myself, being someone who's not an expert in retail, much like yourself, I've never heard of this before. So I was very interested. I had to actually go look the event up, but. Um, like I, other than it happened on September 24th to 25th in Toronto, can you give us a little bit more like around the conference itself? Yeah. Like the details on it? Oh, go ahead. Oh, absolutely. Yes, it's at the downtown uh, conference center. And uh, basically what it is is you've got a whole bunch of uh, organizations coming together. They've got various booths and you'll have landlords and you'll have brokerages and you'll have uh, companies that are trying to get business from various uh, <laughs> developers, whoever they can get, you know, basically business from, uh, all coming together. And they've got booths and there's uh, all kinds of uh, other booths with uh, food vendors that offer free food, which is pretty awesome, actually. Uh, amazing Poke Bowls this year. A&W had a big presence and uh, uh, it's a lot of fun and a lot of business is done as well so it's uh, very much worth attending for those who can uh, either get in or can afford the astronomical uh, price to get in but is it more networking or is it more education is it more awareness best practice sharing like what is this it's primarily networking but certainly there's an education component to it um certainly they've got some speakers uh, i was one of them as a spoiler <laughs> but uh you know it is very much about doing deals i would say primarily that's okay. why people are going to be going to this okay well and i'm assuming the reason why you're also going is because you're wanting to get more into the networking as well but um like did you just attend or were you then like you were saying speaking throughout the entire event or or tell us about how what your involvement was in the event yeah on tuesday the 24th i actually gave two talks um the Mm. first one was uh, we actually got on a stage they had in the main hall this uh, year and we did a talk on retail staffing and some of the challenges and that was with suzanne sears she's a uh, well-known retail industry recruiter here in canada and she uh, and i were on the stage talking a bit about some of the challenges uh, the industry faced and we also gave a little discussion on how much money uh, management, for example, in the retail industry can make, uh, such as, you know, a Walmart Supercenter manager can make over $250,000 a year. And I th- some jaws dropped. It was, uh, it was a pretty neat talk anyways. We had fun. Oh, excellent. And what's her company that she works with? It's uh, Retail Staffing Canada, which is a division of Best Retail Careers. Oh, okay. And that makes sense that you guys would be talking about the retail environment that way too, but... Um, was, uh, were you just speaking or, or is it just speakers or were you listening to others or like, like, was it just, what else did you end up doing there? Yeah. Yeah. So actually another thing, I mean, there were other presentations there. I was on the, uh, 
trading floor, if you can call it that, quite a bit. But I actually did the JLL podcast with James Cook. That was a lot of fun. It was towards the end of the day on that Tuesday, and uh, that will be coming out on uh, James, well, on JLL's uh, mm. platform at some point. I think in the next two weeks or less now. So. Uh, listen for that because it was a lot of fun we did talk about what's happening in the industry and uh, and james is amazing he's just such a nice guy so it was uh, uh it's almost like a party at icsc so i, I really oh, enjoyed cool. that too well and it sounds like you had a good time with jll but were there any of our other friends that support retail insider there as well that's right besides jll uh, overfeld snowcap was there another uh, very well-known consultancy and brokerage and uh, um, we actually had an article last week in retail insider uh, talking about some of uh, the retail industry with um, aline uh, help and tarant uh, it's also her birthday on wednesday happy birthday it was actually mine oh. as well so we <laughs> oh happy birthday yay <laughs> so on. it was a bit of a joint birthday thing it was just a lot of Thanks. fun and uh, we also had potluck that's the there. Um, what they do essentially is crowdsource market research, which is really interesting. Uh, they're able to uh, determine all kinds of things from their research, you know, whether or not a store should locate in a certain place, how people view certain things. And um, it's really kind of a market research company. I thought that was interesting. Uh, another one is PMB Metal, mm-hmm. which is uh, a division. It's under an umbrella of uh, Prisma Construction. And uh, they were there as well. They had a booth and they were showcasing some of what they can do for retail stores and, you know, other, I guess, real estate as it were. So, uh, yeah. It was great to see everybody there, actually. I met the guys from PMB face to face for the first time. Oh, cool. And beyond the like, okay, this is what the conference is. This is the logistics of it. Here's the people that were there. Like what kind of trends and topics and gossip and stuff that uh, is at the event that may be appearing or may not be appearing in future articles? Yeah, I mean, I learned a lot this year. There's a lot of stuff happening. And, you know, it's, what I was hearing was mixed. I know that in... Uh, uh, retail, there is some concern that maybe some leasing is slowing down a little bit. Uh, there was one major retail group that actually decided not to come this year. They decided that they oh. weren't going to be expanding into Canada. Maybe I shouldn't say the name yet because these are all things that may come down in terms of editorial at some point. But uh, um, not only was this group uh, not attending, but they were not necessarily looking at, uh, or sorry, they may actually look at closing some stores in Canada, unfortunately. Ooh. But oh. overwhelmingly, I guess just because it is a leasing conference, there was certainly a lot of optimism and, you know, deals were being done. And lots of retailers are looking at uh, new space because there's a lot happening with uh, Canadian shopping centers in terms of renovations, expansions, and changes with Sears and Target. You know, obviously leaving landlords are having to do stuff with space, so retailers have opportunities. And a lot of food and beverage in terms of restaurants, like even though maybe in some cases retail might slow down, you know, certainly restaurants are going uh, going hard in terms of uh, signing new leases. People are still going out to eat, and uh, landlords now say in shopping centers, for example, are devoting more space and square footage to food and beverage tenants so you know there's definitely a flurry of leasing in the food and beverage area uh, this year at ICSC. Well just to make sure I understand <clears throat> so like is let's say the retailers there and the brokers and the landlords and they're all kind of having like talking around like a na- like a cocktail napkin about like stuff that's happening and or like is it more just brokers that are there talking about like the things that they've done or like like what like I'm trying to envision what's going on there since I wasn't there. Yeah, imagine it's almost like uh, a bunch of little booths with tables that people can sit around and uh, basically negotiate deals. I mean, that that really is what a lot of this is about. I mean, certainly there are wow. vendors there, you know, like uh, PMB Metal that are there to showcase what they're doing. But right. um, really yeah. the meat and potatoes of the ICSC conference is you've got brokers say sitting at a table with a landlord and they say I've got this retailer and we want to put them here and that's where you know the multi-million deals uh, are being done at ICSE. 
Wow. Okay. So it's not like Sephora is coming up to like a landlord saying something. It's more like the brokers talking and just shooting the like breeze of things that are coming to kind of feel step out. Yeah. Kind of. Sephora, one of the representatives might be there. Be there. It just depends if they have an in-house person or if they've got, yeah. uh, you know, a broker representing them. But I was just making that up, of course. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. It's one or the other, but certainly the connections are being made. Well, it just sound like, because like, when you were, you know, like in the evenings after you were so excited, just telling me about all the different things that were going on there. But uh, it just sounded like it was like um, activity in Toronto there that was happening across Canada. Is that kind of correct? That's right. There's lots happening across the country. And uh, we can talk a little bit about that if you like. Yeah, totally. Um, well, since it's across Canada, why don't we kind of start off on the West Coast and slowly work our way eastward if you'd like. So uh, how are things in the Vancouver or BC market if it's not just Vancouver, I guess, but. Yeah, yeah. Lots of things are happening. And, uh, you know, I heard that, you know, there is a bit of a slowing down in terms of retail sales in uh, British Columbia. And I think part of that's attributed to, you know, real estate prices have gone down a little bit, or at least that the housing market's been shaken. And I think people are feeling a little less wealthy. Uh, um, Luxury sales, in some cases, may be a little bit challenged. Some are saying that there may be a decrease in Chinese uh, visitors uh, to British Columbia. Some are actually blaming the whole Huawei incident. So, you know, maybe that's hearsay. But um, nevertheless, there's still a lot happening. And, uh, you know, more brands are looking at coming into British Columbia. And, uh, you know, in the Vancouver market, uh, you know, there's two very exciting projects. One is the uh, Oak Ridge Shopping Center, which is being, Mm -hmm. uh, um, you know, completely redeveloped. And as well as the amazing Brentwood. Uh, These are two very exciting uh, projects that are there. But there's a lot of retail happening. You know, Muji's looking at doing even more stores on the West Coast. And, uh, uh, you know, I think we'll see more Uniqlo's. There's, There's, I think, a lot happening. And, you know, I'm doing the Canadian Shopping Centre study for Retail Council of Canada. And yep. certainly British Columbia still has a very, very highly productive shopping centre. So people there do like to spend money. And uh, even though the cost of real estate is really, really high. But, uh, you know, the Vancouver market, I think, is still strong overall. And if there even is a softening, I think it's only temporary. Is there anything else for the, the BC folks before we start moving on towards the Alberta folks? I think we can probably move into Alberta. Let's talk a little bit about that. Because there's lots actually yeah. happening there. Oh, excellent. Would you like to go uh, Calgary, Edmonton, or otherwise? Let's do Calgary first. Um, Perfect. Yeah, there's, you know, Calgary, even the oil prices, you know, took a bit of a tank in 2015. Uh, Retail sales are still, you know, quite reasonable, at least in certain areas. It's not always the best news. I know that, uh, you know, the downtown core has struggled a little bit. I had a chat with um, Josh Ram from Avis & Young, and we were talking about what's happening in the... uh, Calgary market and he was saying that you know leasing activity say in the, in the inner core area there you know it's a beautiful shopping center with Holt Renfrew and whatnot you know I think there are some challenges there but certainly uh, retailers and restaurants are interested in the 17th Avenue area which is the Beltline which is kind of just right south of the downtown core basically yes I used to live there I loved oh, it cool 17th Avenue is very walky and it's uh, seems to be more restauranty but yeah there's lots of uh, like retail options there but yeah. Yeah. And also, um, you know, we did an article in Retail Insider that Mario Tonaguzzi wrote about the increase in property taxes being passed on to uh, mm. commercial businesses. And there was actually a revolt. So, you know, that has actually hurt things a little bit in Calgary. So I think that the city council has kind of seen its way. But, you know, it remains to be seen. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it, it is still challenging times. Like, I'm always optimistic. But, you know, the reality is that, you know, we may see some more store closures. And, 
you know, what retailers are going to continue, you know, leasing in the area. But if we look at the shopping centers, you know, I, I was actually at CF Market Mall a couple of weeks ago, we talked oh, about, and, yeah, yeah. you know, the mall is beautiful. Like it's, they've really done great stuff there. You know, there, there's all kinds of retailers moving in. Same thing with CF Chinook Center, uh, which managed to scoop up Louis Vuitton. And uh, that was a few months ago that it opened and, uh, you know, other uh, retailers are certainly looking at moving in there as well. I think we're going to see quite a few more restaurants and food-related things going into CF Chinook Center. That was actually reflected by uh, Josh over at Avis and Young as well. Well, and I also know that, uh, like, you have, like, Cross Iron Mills and a lot of all those uh, malls that are also moving in that are, are more on the outskirts where, where there's space. But is there, like, any other kind of outlet mall kind of news that's coming out of Calgary, too? Yes, there's a rumor that at some point a developer may actually build a pure outlet center in the Calgary market. So it's you know kind of a. Where? I'm not allowed to say. Not allowed I to think because I, I used to live in Calgary. So that's why I'm like, oh, where would that be? <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to I'd have to check before I uh, say anything because you know again Aww. sometimes I get in, I get information and I'm not 100% sure if I'm allowed to say it so I'll just yeah. err on on the side, of, side caution. of caution but yeah. Calgary is the only um, large city market I'd say in the country that doesn't have a pure outlet center now it does have cross iron mills but according to ICSC it's actually a hybrid center which means yeah. that it has both off price stores as well as you know full price stores so and it's a very cool center by the way if you're ever in the area you got to check it out just architecturally and you yeah, know yeah. it's a pretty neat it's a pretty cool new one. new horizon mall is across the street it's a, an asian style mall that uh, is just starting to find its way so you know it was quite empty to start but i i don't you know that's it's starting to fill up with leasing and whatnot but um no overall calgary is a great market it's near the mountains with Banff and lake louise which are beautiful and uh, uh, a place to consider living uh for myself possibly at someday yeah, cool. And other than Calgary, did you hear anything else about um, Edmonton as well while you were there? Yes, yes. Edmonton's a really interesting market. Um, you know, West Edmonton Mall is becoming extremely dominant. And I met with uh, the gentleman who owned the center and do leasing there. And, uh, you know, Uniqlo just opened its first store in Alberta in West yes. Edmonton Mall on Friday. Yes, so that was exciting. We're talking just recently. We'll have this in Retail Insider soon. Christopher is working on the article right now. Christopher Louis. Um, West Edmonton Mall also scooped up Louis Vuitton from downtown Edmonton. So, uh, you know, again, this is the beginning of a luxury expansion at West Edmonton Mall. And uh, more luxury tenants are being spoken to. And another lease may have been done. I won't say anything because I think that information is confidential. And mm-hmm. we'll break it Retail Insider. Mm-hmm. Um, West Edmonton Mall is also going to be announcing a really interesting concept that, again, I'm not going to say too much about. But it is... Uh, very uh i haven't heard anything like it and i can't wait to write about it let's put it that way so uh, it's it's large and it's interesting and it's sort of all-encompassing so uh, i'll leave it at that for now just to not uh, get anyone in trouble or anything like that (laughs) well thanks for getting Um, us all excited but (laughs) (laughs) sorry (laughs) (laughs) stay tuned um again i was talking with avis and young um with arlen stoik and we were talking a bit about uh the Edmonton market as well. And he was saying that, um, you know, West Edmonton Mall is becoming quite dominant, uh, you know, that some other shopping centers aren't quite seeing the same leasing activity that they may have in the past. Uh, you know, Southgate Center is still very, very strong. Um, as well, you know, he was talking a bit about the potential for some redevelopment in the downtown core. So what's happened is, uh, you know, this ICE district has been built. One Developments mm. has yes. created it. You know, there's the, there's you know, the NHL, or I should say, you know, Rogers Entertainment Center that's there. They've just opened a JW Marriott Hotel. Um, it's creating a bit of a 
bipolar shift in the downtown core north a few blocks, or at least I guess just a couple of blocks. So at some point we may see some current um, buildings in the downtown core just south of there, including retail, possibly redeveloped. So, um, and I won't go into too many details because this would be front page news in the Edmonton Journal so (laughs) I will uh, I will keep that quiet for now but um, there are some big things I think coming to downtown Edmonton but again it's not confirmed it's really in the discussion phases right now so um, again you know downtown Edmonton starting to look quite interesting I was there recently as well and uh, another thing I saw at the Ivanhoe Cambridge booth was the uh, Sears box as you might call it at Southgate Center is uh, going to be redeveloped and I'm not sure how much I can say, only because I was a guest to ICSC and not necessarily there as media, but um, this will be redeveloped and it's going to be very, very excellent and um, it will be a wonderful asset to uh, uh, Southgate Shopping Center. So it's, again, another thing. Stay tuned. Awesome. Well, and like, I mean, for it just sounds like there's a lot of stuff going on in Edmonton. Was there more going on in Edmonton versus Calgary that you're finding? Um, that's a good question. Maybe a little bit, and it's only because, again, West Edmonton Mall is really, Ramping. you know, dynamic. Well, it is because it's private owners. They're able to do things that, you know, other landlords in some cases wouldn't be allowed to do because, you know, other landlords may be owned by pension funds or institutions, right? So when you have private owners, there's certain things that you can do that are a little more interesting. And then downtown Calgary hasn't quite seen, you know, a nice district uh type development downtown so you know Mm -hmm. it seems like edmonton but also maybe my connections to edmonton are a little stronger but uh nevertheless you know no i like both cities are seeing good stuff but maybe you know edmonton might be seeing a little bit more at least from what i'm seeing but again both markets are you know doing well overall i would say excellent is that it for alberta before we move onwards and eastwards yeah let's uh head to toronto excellent well tell us about it (laughs) <laughs> I mean, the Toronto market's exploding. It's the fastest growing city in North America. And then the city boundaries alone had added 77,000 people last year. And commercial development is really happening. And so we're seeing, uh, you know, projects like the Well in downtown uh, Toronto. You know, the financial district is uh, starting to see, you know, new retailers coming in. Uh, Bolay, which is a uh, consulting group that handles some of the properties are, uh, you know, they just, uh, we just announced that La Durée is going to be That's, opening at uh, oh, the Exchange Tower. Yeah. I was actually there last week, got to walk around and I saw the hoarding. I wasn't at the La Durée. It's not opening until November. But, um, you know, the downtown core is certainly strong. We're seeing uh, Bloor Yorkville transforming. I t- seem to talk about that every week, but, you know, Italy is going to be opening. I have the opening date, but I'm not allowed to say it, I don't think. Oh, so. really? Oh. Um, yeah, not publicly yet, but um, <laughs> at some point. It's not too far away. It's not too far away. Their Instagram looks really good, too. So, like, I, I'm just following that with bated breath until like, we find out that date. So, anyway. <laughs> exactly. I'm very excited. Get, get you a plane ticket to come up to Toronto. So, yeah. uh, it's a month and a bit. So, uh yeah, no, I can't wait for that. And uh, what I thought was really neat is Quadrial Landlord um, had a model of the Bayview Village Shopping Center uh, at ICSC. And it was pretty neat because they were showing the redevelopment and uh, that included residential buildings that they're going to be putting around it to start. So um, in the model, you could actually pick up the plexiglass or whatever glass high-rise building and you could actually see the retail down below it. I, I let them do it. I didn't want to touch the model and break anything, but... <laughs> Um, you know, it's neat because every year Quadril has these cool, well, at least the last couple of years, I should say, these like cool models. Last year was Oak Ridge Center in Vancouver and mm. uh, it was cool. It was like almost like a little Lego display. It wasn't made out of Lego, but you know what I mean? Like a little yeah, model no. uh, toy set with stores and people walking around in cars and high rises. And if I was a little kid, I would have probably been jumping all over it and probably read it. So 
keep doing it quadriel i want to see another shopping center next year as a model and i promise i won't touch it <laughs> let the pros handle it <laughs> exactly but uh, is there anything else for the uh, Toronto market? Because that seems to be the big um, news um, source for most of our articles over time. So that just sounds like a, a high level, like as far as the well financial district and, and then uh, yeah, Yorkville. Oh, Yorkville. I mean, I could go on for hours. I don't want to yeah. do that. But certainly, you know, we are seeing shopping centers intensify. Uh, landlords yeah. are adding all kinds of other stuff beyond just retail, be it housing or fitness centers, uh, looking at doing office buildings. And, you know, we're... we're seeing you know a lot of new stores a lot of international retailers are coming into canada um you know yorkdale is the primary launch pad but uh, you know other retailers are doing it as well so you know yorkdale is always going to be a conversation piece i don't even really have to mm-hmm. get into it because yeah. it's discussed so often right but yeah, uh, yeah. you know the uh, toronto market is very dynamic and uh, you know it's certainly having its moment and uh, that will probably continue for a while unless something happens in the world that yeah. you know we don't anticipate essentially no totally and beyond Toronto, moving like further eastward, um, but just barely, uh, how's Montreal and the other Quebec um, uh, markets? Or was much going on for them as well at the ICSC? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Montreal is going through a bit of a renaissance. And I guess I tend to focus on downtown cores. I apologize to those who really love the suburbs. But, you know, to me, a lot, you know, Montreal is sort of the downtown core. And, uh, you know, the downtown core is kind of being ripped apart and redeveloped, which is really exciting. So you've got St. Catherine Street being, you know, redone as a street. It's started near the uh, Hudson Bay store and it'll be moving up towards Holt Renfrew Ogilvy. You've got Holt Renfrew Ogilvy, which will be completed next spring, which is essentially a department store with a mini mall built in for really expensive brands. Oh, me too. I know I'm (laughs) I'm heading there soon to check it out because it's really... And speaking of luxury, uh, Royal Mount, which is uh, development by Carbon Leo uh, in partnership with L. Catterton Group. Um, You know, they have broken ground. They're moving a lot of dirt. I got a little presentation there, which is really neat. And, uh, um, you know, I forget what the numbers were, but it was like, thousands of tons a day of dirt being moved from that project and what's neat about Royal Mount is it's not just the mall it's in a complete community so you're going to have you know thousands of housing units you're going to have hotels you're going to have entertainment you're going to have you know a park I think I read somewhere they're going to do a school which is Mm. kind of neat so they're basically creating another um, town center I think they're calling it Midtown for Montreal and uh, that will include some luxury brands and I know that they've been in talks with some I'm not going to say any names because I was told some and they're great and uh, again I'm going to respect that confidentiality but I can say um, you know go Carmen Leo uh, keep up the good work because I'm really excited for what's going to happen to Royal Mount um, at the same time you know I would be a l- I don't want to say I'm worried for downtown Montreal but certainly you know there's a limited luxury market there and both of those are going to be fighting for the high end stores as well as the shoppers so it remains to be seen ultimately you know how the dynamic of Montreal comes about, but I do hope that wealthy people that live in Montreal will shop in their own city instead of going to, you know, New York or going to Europe or going to Florida or something like that. So um, given the incredible retail that we're going to be seeing in Montreal, um, you know, I suspect that some locals will really start, you know, shopping at home a little bit more because there are rich people in Montreal. I mean, if you go to that billionaires list or whatever, you know, there's a lot lot of families from Montreal there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and other than the downtown and and the Montreal area, is there any other kind of, like if you keep on hitting eastwards, we start heading into the Maritimes. Has there anything been kind of from the ICSC um, from that perspective in that region? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's good things. There are good things happening there. You know, in um, Micmac Mall, for example, another Ivanhoe Cambridge shopping center um, is going to be adding Decathlon as well as some other retailers. So um, some of this has all been made possible. And I'm not just talking about Micmac Mall, but, you know, with the closure of Sears and Target, landlords have had an opportunity to repurpose these spaces as well as to innovate in their properties. And there's a couple of reasons. Number one, that space was vacated and they could use it. But number two, some of these anchor stores had covenants that prohibited landlords from doing certain things. So now basically the veil has been lifted and now landlords are able to do certain things that they weren't able to before. So they're able to capitalize on their properties in the way that they weren't before. So same thing with Avalon Mall and St. John's. Um, you know, they're repurposing that Sears space. Uh, um, well, they're doing all kinds of things. That's being a little bit simplistic. They're basically doing a major redevelopment around the center that includes repurposing some of that, plus adding retail space and, you know, creating something really interesting. And uh, we had an article actually about Avalon Mall in St. John's, Newfoundland. Uh, it got a lot of readers. Uh, in fact, both times we've reported on that mall somewhat recently, they've got yeah. thousands and thousands. So clearly the, you know, people are interested in what's happening. And I'm sure particularly people that live in that area or have, you know, some business there. Yeah. No, absolutely. And whenever you talk to the people of the East, like you take a look at Halifax, re Halifax retails, uh, whether that be their Twitter or Instagram and stuff like that, there is a lot of retail going on in that region. And uh, they also seem very, um, I don't want to say patriotic, but they seem very um, um, focused on their own regions and stuff like that and supportive of each other too. So it does not support me that, or it does not surprise me that there's a lot of activity going there. And it's really cool that the landlords are able to start doing more creative things out there too yeah and i was talking to my brother and his wife who live in halifax actually just outside and they were saying that you know halifax retails was so popular because it was really speaking to locals and providing them information that they were interested in and you know doing it with a little bit of humor as well so yeah you know there wasn't a whole lot of reporting before in that area i think in the maritimes or i guess more specifically in the halifax area so that's yeah. great and it's it's about community building and you know with retail insider we're quite national and we do focus on a lot on national chains and international chains coming in and you know we're probably focusing a little bit less on on say independent retail retail however october is um it's either independent business month or retailer month but we're going to be doing a little bit of coverage about that in retail insider we want to give you know some recognition to some of the uh you know smaller retailers out there that are offering you know great customer service experiences as well as something unique that you're not going to get in a chain store yeah oh absolutely and that sounds like it was a very busy two days for you there in Toronto, going through and talking with all the folks and finding out all about this across Canada activity. Um, when is the next ICSC? Um, and can you give me a little bit of information for our listeners on if they wanted to, like, is there newsletters? Is there memberships? Like what what is out there for, for folks if they wanted to kind of get in touch and kind of get in with the ICSC? Yes, yes. Uh, actually, I have to check. I think the New York City one is the next one. Um, I might not be 100% sure, but that's in December. So um, it's icsc.org. That's a, that's a web URL, that is, if that wasn't clear. And uh, so the next big one in Canada, I believe, is the one in Whistler in January. And I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to get there. It's a little bit tough to get there um, for some people anyways, because, you know, you have to get into Vancouver, first of all, and then you have to get all the way up to Whistler. And there might be a minimum number of stay in hotel rooms like there's but anyways it's, it's it's big but you know the toronto one i think is a little bit bigger and it is partly just because of the you know more convenient location being in the center of a major downtown core and it looks like when i take a look at their website that there's like student memberships for 50 dollars us per year um there's also affiliate memberships for 125 but regular memberships it looks like it's about 800 dollars us per year 
Uh, all that information is on their website, um, icse.com. If you wanted to kind of float through there to, and I think at the top right, there's a join option for becoming a member. And, and also there's a section up the top as far as uh, attend and learn where you can go take a look at their events too. But other than that, thank you very much for taking us through all of this, Craig. Uh, I really appreciate like the insight to that because you're also going and networking and finding out about all this kind of interesting new scuttlebutt that's going to be probably showing up in Retail Insider News in the next couple of weeks or months. So super excited. So thanks for taking us through this, Craig. Well, thank you. And I encourage anyone who has information and wants to chat about retail to reach out to me if you've got any information or be it your landlord, retailer, broker. Uh, I'd love to connect with you. So uh, let's do that. Be it at an ICSC over email, over coffee, whatever works. Uh, I'm going to get out there a little bit more and uh, network a little bit and and, uh, you know, just have a little bit of fun. Awesome. Well, and again, thank you to our listeners. Please subscribe to our podcast, even this special edition one, but rate us five stars if you can as well for from whatever podcast player that you're listening to, to get the word out and to get our um, visibility for this podcast out there. So thank you very much, Craig, for joining me today. And, and thank you to our listeners too. Thank you very much, everyone. Take care.